Your finances will leave a long-lasting impact on your family. After all, you only retire once. If you're looking to discuss all things pertaining to your retirement, you've come to the right place. This is Retirement Matters with Michael Stewart. Well, this is Retirement Matters with Michael Stewart. I'm Mark Haywood. And he is Michael Stewart. He's the founder of Crystal Lake Tax and Financial with an office in Crystal Lake, Illinois. Find him online at crystallaketax.com. That's crystallaketax.com. Mike has his MBA in finance and is a registered financial consultant. He co-authored a book, Purpose-Based Investing, Nine Lessons to Rescue Your Retirement from Wall Street. Of course, you can find that on Amazon. And Michael's shop is a one-stop shop with a CPA, enrolled agent, paralegal, all on staff. So they're really well qualified to help you when it comes to all things financial and anything retirement matters. With that, Michael, hello and welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing excellent, Mark. Good to talk to you again. Well, it's good to be here with you. We've got a couple of exciting things we're going to get to on the podcast today. We're going to talk about money mission statements, putting your dollars to work, giving them a purpose. We really don't like it when dollars are just sitting around floundering about in the world. So we're going to work to give them a purpose on the podcast today. But first... Extra, extra, read all about it. That's right. That sound means it's time to dive into the news here, see what has been going on in the world around us. A lot of couple of headlines to talk about. Let's go through this one, Michael. I found this one recently. It talks about the price of oil. It's been rising recently, and we're seeing it in our gas prices here this summer. At what point will this become a problem for our economy? Yeah, Mark, I think rising oil prices is really just one of three concerns for the economy. And, and it's kind of counterintuitive in the sense that there's right now there's three tailwinds that are supporting the economy that will really turn into headwinds going forward as the year progresses and we roll into 2019. Now, so starting with oil that you mentioned, rising oil prices is a positive sign showing demand and continuing strength in the economy, and that's all good. But higher oil prices also means higher input costs for manufacturing these items and transportation. And what that means is that price inflation comes as it gets passed along to the consumer. Secondarily, you also have near historically low unemployment rates right now. We're near historic low unemployment rates, and that's good. But low unemployment rates means higher demand for less people to fill more jobs, which leads to rising wages, which in the short term is good for the worker. But higher wages also means less profitability for companies, and wage inflation all of a sudden becomes a drag on the economy. And lastly, there's rising interest rates as well. Now, the Fed for the last 18 months has embarked on raising interest rates almost a quarter every quarter. And that's good because that just means that the economy is healthy enough to sustain these rising interest rates. But rising interest rates also make borrowing money for businesses to expand more expensive, makes refinancing existing maturing debts more expensive. And on the consumer side, it also raises mortgage interest rates, which makes it more difficult to purchase a home and pay for it. So all of these things are bad for the long term, including rising oil prices. So yes, rising oil rates and wages, they're currently tailwinds that are supporting a healthy economy, but they're easily going to become headwinds as we move forward. Important to be on the lookout for that. Keep reading the news, of course. Keep listening into the podcast along the way so we can advise you accordingly. And as always, if you have questions and want to reach out to the team, you can do so by calling 815-526-3092. We'll come back to that a little later in today's podcast. But this has been In the News. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. That's right. It's time to take your listener questions. We love hearing from you, our loyal fan base here on the podcast. Let's take a question today from Barry in Crystal Lake. 
Barry says, I feel good about the amount that we have in savings relative to the income that we'll actually need in retirement. However, I'm worried about nursing home costs and don't really have a good feel for how to plan for that. What's your normal approach? Well, Barry, you're very astute and forward-thinking to be concerned about rising health care and nursing home costs. I had a client in my office just yesterday that was talking about how his aunt, who lived very frugally just on her Social Security and pension alone, she had saved $600,000 in her retirement savings and bank, and she lived in 93. And the day she took her last breath was almost the day the nursing home took that $600,000. Typical nursing home costs are about $90,000 on average. So it doesn't take very long for families' entire lifetime savings to get wiped out if they're not proactive and have some kind of plan. Now, our approach, because you said, what's our normal approach? Our approach is as we go through the financial planning process, at the very early stages, we address it right in the beginning. Yeah, we talk about taxes and investments as part of the financial plan, but I'll also ask, what are we doing about long-term care? Are we going to self-insure? Are we going to look for a long-term care policy? There's also hybrid policies out there that are less expensive, and they'll kind of shift some of that risk to the long-term care. But what are we going to do? Having these discussions makes clients make educated and informed decisions on whatever path they choose. So there's no wrong answer, but we want to find out if are we in a position to peel off a small portion of the assets or income to pass that nursing home care cost and that long-term care cost to an insurance company to protect our clients' life savings for both them and their spouses. So whatever the decision is, at least it's an informed one. So the best way to do it is put it out there in the open and actually have that conversation and find out what those options are for you. Have a conversation, get started, get your questions answered. As always, reach out to Michael Stewart and the team at Crystal Lake Tax and Financial. That concludes the mailbag portion of the day's podcast. Now let's dive into that teaser we mentioned earlier, mission statements for your money. Now, Michael, mission statements give our dollars a purpose. They help us to develop a sound strategy in our portfolio. I just want to find out whether you, the listener, are effectively putting your money to work for you. Because it's true, a lot of times we leave our money sitting around out there, and that's not always the best strategy. So let's just go through these seven mission statements here. Uh, I might have a couple others that Mike throws in along the way. The first one is having an emergency fund. Why might that be a mission statement, something you could put to work in your portfolio? Having an emergency fund is probably one of the very basic core components. And you know, one at the top of the list of our mission statements. At the very first meeting, when we're discussing our investments and different strategies, what I always start with clients is, what's your sleep at night number? And they'll kind of look at me a little goofy. And I'm like, well, that's the amount of liquid cash emergency fund that you need to sleep at night, knowing that you can get X dollars today if you need it. What that does is that puts the client at ease going forward as we begin to discuss other opportunities that are available in various investment vehicles and things to get them to their longer term goals and their income goals. So we need to make sure that they're comfortable with the amount. And for some people, that might be three months expenses. For others, it might be three times their annual spending. So I don't try to justify or not what they have as their sleep at night number. What we do is say, let's earmark that money to be liquid, regardless of return set on the side. So that allows us to then talk about the remaining funds to see how they're going to fund our retirement income and how we're going to get some long-term growth over time. All right. Mission statement number two, big ticket items. I think this is where a written financial plan really comes into play. Well, when we're going through our retirement success blueprint process, that's our three meeting plan building steps, we identify and place a date and timeline on when we're making major purchases, whether that's a new vehicle, a cabin by the lake, a college, an upcoming wedding. 
Now, life doesn't unfold perfectly like that. You know, so we know, and as an example, we can't pinpoint when our 22-year-old single daughter is going to get married. But what we can in building that plan is we can allocate, say, $10,000 towards that wedding five years from now, just so we have a placeholder out there and we've worked that amount into the financial plan. And the same thing could be done with vehicle purchases or vacation RV purchases, all those kind of things that we know over time are going to come up. So we know whenever it's needed, we've accounted for it. So that's how we, we actually kind of proactively tackle those big ticket items. All right. And this next mission statement, I personally believe is huge for retirement. And that's predictable monthly income, right? Because we often talk about the big number we have in our account. I've saved half a million dollars. I've saved a million dollars, two million dollars. But we don't think about how much we're going to be needing every month in retirement. Mark, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, clients and regular listeners understand that my philosophy is we want sustainable, predictable income that comes in every month like clockwork, regardless of what the stock market's doing or whatever the Fed's doing. Our entire financial planning practice is based on retirement income maximization. So how do we create a portfolio that's going to give you this lifetime rising income until we take our last breath? So the key thing is on predictable monthly income, it's all about cash flow. Once you get into retirement or near retirement, it's no longer about, is my portfolio beating my neighbor's portfolio that you could brag at the water cooler about? It's all about generating sustainable and predictable income in retirement. And of course, on that same line, we want to make sure that that income continues to come in. So we're going to need some sort of growth in our accounts, something to just help your money outpace inflation. Absolutely. And inflation is just a fancy way to say that things cost more over time. I mean, if you think about it, a loaf of bread in 1986 was about a quarter and now it's over two bucks. You know, unless you get the fancy bread out there, then that's like three, four bucks. Uh, but you have to make sure that some of your money is allocated towards things that are going to grow over time to outpace inflation, because this is what's going to provide that rising income that I talked about. All right. Number five, here comes the fun part, fun money. Yeah, fun money is fun to talk about. I, I share with clients my mentor, Tom Hegna's three stages of retirement, which he calls the go-go years, the slow-go years, and the no-go years. So in the go-go years, you know, you're newly retired. You could be early 60s, late 60s. There's no real age on there. It's more of a mindset. You're active. You want to travel, spend time with the kids and the grandkids, volunteer, whatever your passions are. Now, for this, you need discretionary extra income, you know, what we're calling the fun money. That fun money needs to be built into your retirement income plan, not left to chance. So the go-go years are followed by those slow-go years. And this is when you're still active, just not as much as maybe you were in the past. And then some of that fun money may not be going to fun things anymore. Maybe it's going to extra health care costs, you know, a knee, a hip, those kind of things. Now that's followed by your no-go years. And that's your late 80s into your 90s. And not only can you not go, but you, know, you wouldn't want to if you could. But the bottom line is that for those go-go years, you need fun money, but it has to be built into your plan. Well, and you mentioned something really important there, health care. That's, in fact, our next mission statement. That's something that we've seen. Uh, just like inflation, the cost of health care is rising over time as well. Absolutely. And surprisingly, health care is the largest expense for most retirees over their retirement lifetime. Fidelity just released a recent study that said a 64-year-old couple is going to spend more than $300,000 on health care costs over their retirement, and that doesn't even include if they needed long-term care or home health care. Where's that money going to come from? Health care is not getting cheaper every year. It's actually getting more expensive. And you mentioned the health care inflation. It's growing faster than normal inflation. You have to plan for maximizing your income that's going to be able to assist with these rising health care costs. 
And finally, this is another one that I think personally is fun to think about. It kind of all comes down to what you would like to accomplish in your retirement, which is why that's really a mission statement of its own, thinking through what you want to do in retirement, what you want it to look like. But number seven, legacy, and specifically leaving a legacy to maybe your children or grandchildren. One of the great things that I think about our practice, and it's usually why a lot of clients come on board for us, is that just like with our podcast here, Retirement Matters, we tell things clients that we want to be all things financial to them. So we have a tax practice with a CPA and enrolled agent. We have a network of attorneys we work with, so we do the estate planning and we assist them in-house with that, And in addition to the tax planning and investment management and those kind of things. So part of this whole planning process is asking about the importance of leaving a legacy and inheritance. So sure, we can talk about generating income now and lowering your taxes in retirement, all those kind of things. And for some, in inheritance, it's not a big concern. For others, it's a top priority. So once we understand what a client's trying to do, then we can carve out a small amount of either the assets or monthly income to make sure that that legacy that they say they want is funded. So here's an example. Most clients say that they want to leave money for their kids, their grandkids, a church, charity, whatever it happens to be, but not at the expense of their quality of life in retirement. So they don't want to pinch pennies and have bologna sandwiches in retirement just to leave an inheritance. So what I do is I show them a way that we can leverage dimes into dollars and peel off a small amount today to ensure that legacy that's going to be 20, 30 years down the road that they want to leave, but that allows them to use their remaining assets for their retirement lifestyle and maximize the income that they've worked so hard for. That's right. Michael Stewart and his team are well equipped to help you think through how to give your dollars a purpose. We've talked through seven mission statements, emergency funds, big ticket items, predictable monthly income, growth, fun money, health care, leaving a legacy. It really all starts with a conversation about what you want your retirement to look like and just finding out what your needs are. Michael Stewart is the founder of Crystal Lake Tax and Financial. He's got about two decades of experience as a financial planner. He'd love to sit down and just kind of listen through your needs and desires for your retirement. It all starts with a phone call, 815-526-3092. That's 815-526-3092. You can call that number or, as we said before, you can check him out online at crystallaketax.com. That's crystallaketax.com. Thank you for joining us today on another edition of Retirement Matters. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. The information provided herein is for training or educational purposes only and does not constitute an offer to sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy any securities, investments, investment strategies, or investment advice relating to securities, nor is the information or representation that any security is a suitable or appropriate investment for any person. Before acting on any advice, you should consider the appropriateness of the advice having regard to your own objectives, financial situation and needs. Please contact us to obtain our disclosure brochure relating to the services offered by Sound Income Strategies, LLC, and consider its contents before making any decisions. Where quoted, past performance is not indicative of future performance. Sound Income Strategies, LLC does not represent or warrant that the contents of this program are suitable for you from a compliance, regulatory, legal, or any other perspective. We shall have no responsibility for your use or non-use of the program or any portion thereof.